Support for the WSHU podcast Off the Path comes from Au in America, live-in cultural child care by young adults from around the world. AuPairInAmerica.com. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan. I'm slowing things down for a while, both to shelter in place and to prepare a new season of stories once I can get back on the road. In the meantime, I'd like to introduce you to a few small businesses that are currently closed due to the pandemic, like the Book Barn in Niantic, Connecticut. I don't say this lightly, the Book Barn might top my list of all-time favorite establishments. For one thing, I love books. Just about every available wall of my house is taken up by floor-to-ceiling bookshelves. And most of those books probably came from the Book Barn. I went to visit the store last year to talk to owner Randy White, and I shared his story on WSHU. He told me he started his establishment in the basement of his barn in 1988 with a couch and three bookcases. It was a cement floor. There was four light bulbs sticking down from a plywood ceiling. We took a, a rug out of the, the dumpster that some mall store had thrown away, and that was our first rug. It's not just a basement anymore. This place is a whole experience. It's like a garden full of books. Cobblestone paths lead past small decorative ponds to sheds and cottages with dusty bookshelves full of mystery, romance, poetry. There were cats everywhere and even a few goats. Glenn Shea was working behind the counter. He's also a published poet, so he's got a way with words when he describes how summer looks at the book barn. The place is in bloom, the flowers are up, the trees are believed and everything like that. I've been walking across that, that back area. And then at all the tables, there'll be somebody either sitting with a book or talking about a book or looking for a book. And you just get that, that sort of euphoric feeling as, wow, the place works. Owner Randy White opened a second book barn just down the road in Niantic. Another store opened about a decade later, also close by. So you could easily make a day hopping back and forth between them. White says the book barn survived tough times, like the 2008 recession. And we knew early on that we had to get big and we had to get you know, make a reason for people to come out of New York City. No small bookstore will survive on its own. We either had to be around other bookstores or become large enough to be in destination. I've planned entire vacations around bookstore visits, but the book barn is only about an hour from my house, and I make a pilgrimage out there about once a month, hence all those books on my shelves. So it's really sad to even think that the book barn is closed because of the pandemic. I called up Glenn Shea, the guy I know from behind the counter in the original store, I wanted to know how things are going during the pandemic. He's been to the store once or twice since it closed. Well, you know, it's really funny. We've had probably as many emails about, how are the cats doing? I went in one day to grab some stuff off the computer, and the whole lobby of the main barn was piled up with cans of cat food and water and stuff like that. Randy goes out several times a day to feed the cats. Randy feeds the goats. A lot of bookstores are now selling online during the closures. The book barn isn't. It would be hard to get all those cluttered stacks of books organized enough to ship them out. But Glenn says they're posting a lot more on social media. Since we've closed down, it's just been sort of keeping up with the community that is the group of people who shop at the book barn. There's so many people who become regulars. There's really people who become friends. It's just sort of a little flag of greeting to people to say that we're okay, we'll be back when we can, uh, that kind of thing. I was relieved to hear Glenn's not that worried about the future of the book barn. He references a classic Katherine Hepburn movie. Obviously, if it stretches on past a certain point, what's the line of the Philadelphia story? Belts are going to be worn tighter this winter. 
But I mean, right at the moment, there was enough money in the till to keep the place intact, pay the bills and everything like that. And so uh, we've already started talking about how is the barn going to deal with when we reopen. That means social distancing among shoppers and a little more care with boxes of used books brought in by customers to sell. Glenn says some customers are anxious to get back. There have been several emails that have had the distinct sound of barn separation fears. So uh, things are looking good. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll be back up whenever we can. Of course, I'll be there. I've got my own book barn separation fears that can only be relieved with a tote bag full of used books. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan, waiting to head back on the road from New York to Boston.